And hello out there in Buckland. This is Old Buck Dave. And this is Old Buck Dell. So it's good to be back here at the coffee shop. We've got some, if you hear some thunder rumbling in the in the distance, that's, we're, that's we're sitting under the awnings. <laughs> that's thunder rumbling in the distance. The lights are flickering all around us, but yeah, hey. always seek a tree or a metal metal umbrella when it's it's a, it's a summer storm. What are we going to yeah. do? Yeah. Just enjoy it. So listen, uh, last episode, when we closed, I, I, I threw a little teaser at you. And I said, I got a new job. You remember that? I do that, remember was that, that too long ago. I, no, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. So, I laughed about that for quite a while. Yeah. So, so, so here's the rest of the story. If you want to hear it, I, I do. I do want to hear how that you're, you're uh, dying to hear, right? No, I'm not here to turn up because, uh, I mean, I can just picture you saying, please, sir, can you, can you hire, hire somebody? Can you hire me? Yeah. Okay. So here's anyway. So, right, so, so you, my wife, you, you saw, no way, but you saw an ad that said help wanted, right? Is that, that's no, I, I didn't No, I did not see a sign that said uh, an ad that said help wanted. Oh, what I saw was my, my wife shopping in a shoe store. Oh. All right. Now, now, short of Imelda Marcos, you know, nobody has more shoes than my wife and her sister. Okay. It's, it's a, it's a genetic flaw that they have anyway. So I didn't want to spend a ton of time in the shoe store. Walk right next door to the shoe store is, is a bike shop. Hmm. I thought, oh, I, I need a couple of trinkets. I got to go in here and pick up some stuff. And as I'm going in, there's a sign on the front door and it says mechanics wanted full or part time. I thought, whoa, mechanics wanted bike mechanics. That could be me. <laughs> so that is right up your alley. So, you know, so anyway, you've only, so only built 100 bikes from scratch already. So uh, more than that. <laughs> Anyway, so you, so you went in, huh? You, so I went you, in. You tucked your you tucked your shirt in, and you I went tucked in. my shirt in. Yeah, <laughs> pulled up your fly and went in. <laughs> it's like you were right there with me. Yeah, I'm telling you, uh, that's why we do it. So. so anyway, so I talked to the owner. I said, "Are you serious? You need?" Oh, he says, "Oh yeah, man, we need we need experienced mechanics, man. We're just we're going crazy here, selling mainly electric bikes." Okay. Uh, Bicycles are, are still in short supply everywhere. They had some, but they're just uh, electric bikes were just flying out the door. And I said, well, you know, I was a bike mechanic. I, I had my own store for three years. And then I worked at, at the shelter for seven or eight years. And he said, uh, we said, look, this was, I think this was a Friday. He said, come back Monday. Chief mechanic will be here. He'll give you a test. If you pass the test, you got the job. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I'm all weekend. I'm, I'm, you know, staring at the ceiling. What You're could the test be? Waiting for the call. Yeah. yeah. For the call. So I, so I go in and, and the guy says, okay, here's put this, put this e-bike together. All right. So it's in a box. So they weigh a lot more than bicycles. Number one. Okay. Number one. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. So anyway, I drag this box over, pop it open. It's got about 47 zip ties on it, blah, 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 blah. put it, put it up on the rack and uh, go through it. And I'll tell you, I thought, boy, I'm going to, I'm going to crush this. It was a humbling experience. Believe me, it was, it was really humbling because the technology has left me behind. All right. Mm. So these bikes are all 
disc brakes. Some of them are mechanical. Some of them are hydraulics. Of course, they're electric bikes. They weigh a ton. Uh, they have different kinds of things that you have to do to them. Did you, did you by any means have to read the instructions? No, 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 boy. That's, that's admitting <laughs> defeat. Kidding me. True. Never read the instructions. Yeah. Right. Okay. But no, but no, you, I mean, the chief mechanic, he went through, he went through the things that I needed to do oh. and he showed me and a couple things he had to show me again and he had to show me again, but it was a hoot. It was, as I say, it was a humbling experience, but once I got rolling, it got to be, it was really a lot of fun. But the bike you built that day or you worked on, you actually finished it and it ran, it moved, it, it worked? I, I, believe it or not. Yeah, I think I did three bikes that day, maybe four, three or four bikes that first day. He, wow. you know, I, I, finished my, I finished my test bike and he said, keep going. <laughs> so we got more. <laughs> so, all right, man, I guess that means I'm in. He said, yeah, you're in. So, uh, so you're, you're hard. You're, I'm you're, hard. You're, you pass the test and you're hard. So now, now I don't want to know the rest of the story. The rest of the rest of the story. Yeah, well, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, it's, it's fun learning about the newer technology for sure. It's nice air conditioned space, but you know, the most, the best part of this, and this is kind of really the unexpected part is working with the other mechanics. These are young guys who are you know, less than half my age in many cases here. And they're all really, really bright guys. And they're really funny guys. They're very patient with the old guy. <laughs> they see me doing something stupid and they'll say, no, no, just, just hold this. And then it'll be, then it'll get better. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so the, the chief mechanic is, you know, he, he looks like, he said, I've been here 17 years. Oh. And I said, Jesus, did you start when you were a baby? He said, I started at 14. So he's, he's, he's 31. So it's a, it's a well-established long time bike shop. Then, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. A, it's an excellent bike shop. It really oh, okay. is. And these guys really have high standards for, uh, you know, for putting the new bikes out and doing the repairs. Well, they really, they really taught me some things. I have some questions. Okay. So what were your, what, what is your basic hours now? It's whenever I want. Okay. It's, it was great. I said, uh, I, I said to him, I said, here's my phone number. You know, we want to work out a schedule. The owner said, come in whenever you want to come in. Like, wow, this wow. is the best job in the planet, man. Yeah. You, you yeah. achieve senior status after the first day. Huh? I, I, well, I, I <laughs> as long as your felt, legs, as long yeah, as your legs will let you make I it. I felt in. pity on. on this old guy. It's like, yeah, <laughs> let's keep him back here. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you, th these guys are, they all have came from different backgrounds. They've all been in the business for a while. And there's some, some teenage work, teenagers working there too. And they're pretty sharp too. Pretty sharp guys and one gal. And, uh, but this one guy, he's pretty much insane, I think. And uh, I'm not going to mention his name or anything. I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to give him, give anything away. Or he might be in the same protection program you're in. I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, the other day we were talking about, superpower choices. Mm, all right. Mm -hmm. Now this is a choice he gave me just out of the blue. All right. Now listen to this. Now, and I want you to make this choice yourself here. So he said, which would you choose the ability to breathe underwater, but everything you ate tasted like pennies in your mouth or the ability to talk to animals where you find out that they all hate you. 
Now that's a choice. So that, that's, that's the two choices. Those he came up. Choices. He came up with that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the kind of stuff. That's, that's the kind of guy you want to interview. That's the kind. Of guy. <laughs> anyway, that's a good. I like those options. Anyway, a, it's it's been it's been a hoot. It's been a lot of fun. Well, how many days have you worked there? I mean, how many how many uh, hours have you put in? I've been there a month. I work. Uh, you know, I go in like three days a week. So the extra the extra three hundred bucks a month is helping you. I'm, um, <laughs> It is. I'm glad. It is. I'm glad. I'm glad. It was, I'm glad. Touch, and there. It was touch yeah. and go. Touch and go. How's the? Uh, you don't. Do you do you bike over? Do you bike down or do you? I do you... don't. I've thought about it, but it's uh, it's some big up and down hills and some oh. traffic, and I thought, yeah. Safer to ride in a four wheeler. Safer, safer to drive. Yeah. But, and uh, just out of curiosity, what did what did the uh, bike electric bike cost? uh any any of the ones you built what did what did one of them average price about well, 2800 the line that these guys sell is surprisingly inexpensive it's a great value i will say the brand name it's aventon and they started they go to most of them go from 1200 to 1800 dollars oh that's reasonable and they got a, they got a they got a, just a dazzling review in bicycling magazine which is why these things just don't even stay on the, on the floor. Hmm. They're, they're an absolute bargain. They're absolute well, bargain. I am happy for you that you found a little job. Yeah. To keep, to keep you, you know, uh, above water and, uh, and, uh, I know you have, bills, a, buddy. I know you, I know you have a, <laughs> I know you have a great time doing it because I got a big staff to pay here too. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. They're, they're not, they're not, yeah, they're, they're not free. That's right. They're not so. free. <laughs> Anyhow, all the best and, and all the best on your new job, Dave. I really, so we'll, we'll really keep you up to date if uh, any, yeah. any, any revelations. Get a, get a good deal on a used bike. You know, I might have to, hey, 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 hey. Dave, you know, hey, I know Dave, you can organize yeah. me something. You got one out there yeah. with maybe a flat tire, needs a little yeah. work. I can take yeah. it. <laughs> all right, enough of that. Enough of that. Okay. Hey, hey, guess what we got? Letters from afar. Oh. You know, we haven't, we really haven't read the letters from afar for a while. It's been, I think, negligence on our part, but, uh, we, we've got a bunch of them. I had to rent more cloud space, man, to, to well, that's uh, good. hold all this stuff. What's so who's, who's so, writing about what? Okay. So, well, first of all, we got, we got many, many thumbs up on the Judith interview, oh, that's that was, which that's was nice. Good, People yeah. said, uh, she led an interesting life and the, the, the jeopardy part, you know, was really fascinating. And one person said that she was, quote, the perfect choice for vintage vixen number one. I thought that was great. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. She's a super lady. A super lady. So, well, that's good. That's and, thanks, good. And, and thanks to Dell for coming up with that idea of Judith being our number one. Well, that, there's, there's a few lists out there that we could. You've, yeah, but you've, yeah, she came could. to mind quickly. Was yeah, a yeah. Interesting lady. Yeah. So, yeah, we got a lot, a lot of nice, a lot of nice feedback on the Judith interview. The two-part interview, yeah. Then we had some letters on the uh, segment on aliens. Oh yeah, you recall that, don't you? Of course, I do. I do. Okay, now, you know, <laughs> now several folks said that we have basically have sensitized them to the alien issue. All right, and they're spotting aliens on a daily basis, man. So you're saying you're you're telling me that uh, by uh, reading between the lines here that our our astute uh, commentary and uh, 
and the ability to perceive these creatures from another planet. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm has, looking to has see has this caused on other CBS. people to say, I've seen yeah. some crazy aliens myself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. One person, one person, in fact, said cats were aliens. Okay. And he, this guy said they've already gained control of their human so called owners. <laughs> okay. And that there that might be true. Yeah, cats, cats may be the aliens who are basically, and, and that could be true because it'd be an the, ideal way to live among us, yeah, and yeah. have us do their bidding, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I was just reading a story the other day. A guy said, if if there were aliens in space observing us with our cats, who do you think they would pick as the dominant <laughs> yeah. species? Yeah. And who is the who are the ones that are feeding? Yeah. I was saying, ones yeah. that wonder who's in charge there. Yeah, right who's now. in charge? Yeah. Well, that's good. Any other, any other letter, any other letter? Oh yeah. Yeah. We got, got some more here. A, a guy sent in two photographs. All right. Mm -hmm. so this was photographs of a porta potty along a hike and bike trail. All right now the first, the first one, you know, is just an outside shot of the porta potty. It's a normal unit and you, you open it up. <laughs> now the in on the inside back wall, it has written on it like in a magic marker, you know, just to make mm -hmm. it subtle it said, alien transporter and, and then there was an arrow saying see schedule uh, you know that little sheet that they post on theirs or that monthly or whatever when they when the guy initials it and dates it that he, that he allegedly he cleaned it okay <laughs> when he tips it up and take that's apparently yeah. the day you get transported that's apparently the transport schedule date yeah so and I don't know, man. I, I, Clever people, they're very creative in that circumstance in the middle yeah. of the woods and one of those things. You know what I mean? I just hope we haven't, you know, created a wave of paranoia here. Course, you a, still have your counseling service, right? There'll be a moving. There'll be a movie about it, I'm sure. Are you still you can still do some counseling here if we need some help. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can set up the stand. Yeah. Make maybe, eye contact with me. Maybe Dr. Vito can help us, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Dr. Vito, he sent me a note saying he was driving big trucks across New England now for the summer. He said, but it was really boring compared to the beach trolley job. So he looks forward to getting back on the beach trolley. Hey, yeah. did I tell you about my my bus experience? Tell me about your bus experience. Uh, what's the, the I think the rule is you can't you can fight City Hall. Uh, and they actually I think you, you can. You can fight City Hall. You just can't win. Here's a butt. Here's a big. Because <laughs> yeah. there's nobody, nobody is held accountable for whatever the whatever the purpose is. And uh, I had a little incident. So I was looking at a story here. Yeah. Lay it on. A, lo a local bus company. And uh, I do ride the bus because I just like to ride the bus. Yeah, because I can. I just ride it around. So I ride the bus and uh, there was a little issue with the correct change and uh, so what kind of issue well you he wouldn't they, give you change they wouldn't they, the the change machine wouldn't give me change and i gave him a 10 and so and the my fare is only 60 cents so mm. i said well okay he says fill out your name and address oh. so now i'm given i'm giving that information to the driver and then i said you know i better back this up so i i i'm at the main bus station i went ahead and talked to the people there and tell them the incident and the story and i said can we find this guy and make sure they got you know can we double check that this is going to be resolved yeah uh, and then their answer is is really nothing we can do i said oh 
So, so yeah. So now I said, all right, what is your name? And then, and then, uh, so I said, let me give you this information so I can say, I gave it to you also. Uh-huh. And she made a phone call and so it turns out she was actually calling in. Then I called the county headquarters and gave them the information. So now I've, this is, uh, two times. And finally I called the bus company directly and gave them the information. I said, so this should guarantee, I see you smiling. <laughs> uh, uh, this should guarantee, absolutely this, guarantee. This, this should absolutely guarantee this can be resolved. So everybody was civil. I was using my, all my, my biggest vocabulary words. So I didn't sound like an idiot. About four days later, five days later, I call again and I say, where's, uh, um, you know, what's the scoop here? And then it starts. I said, Hey, we, I turned this in. Let me see if I can call them. I'm on hold for a minute or two. Oh, they're not there. Apparently they're away from the desk. You can call back later. And I said, well, do we even have a record of this incident, you know, happening? So I pursued that for several days. Oh, and then finally, boy. finally I got bumped up to another supervisor and pursued that. It took almost 15 days, uh, to make that, uh, make that transition. And I said to him, I said, you know, guys, is it really worth the effort? Is it really worth the effort to deal with a guy like me and have all this phone work and all this running around and checking and where's this and where's that? I said, I I've smoked more, more expensive cigars than what this is. This changes involved here. <laughs> so uh, it took 15 damn. days, 15 oh, days to resolve that issue. But I got to admit, uh, uh, I did leave on amiable terms with uh, that whole crew, but they're, they're clearly government just grind, grind slowly when they, when someone, when the key players out to lunch, then it just comes yeah. to it. Then, so, so hey, that's on, I, looking on the bright side, you had, you had time to, uh, you, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I can't even say you had time to swap out a couple of aerators, right? <laughs> yeah. no, I, haven't, I haven't touched anything plumbing wise since that aerator. Since <laughs> I, I'm afraid to even look at a piece of plumbing without having a nightmare, but I thought it was pretty clever. I mean, if you are trying to do something with city hall, uh, or any government entity, uh, you better be very patient. Uh, yeah. otherwise, you know, you just get all frustrated yeah. and shot and doesn't help. So yeah. Anyhow, that's my, my Speaking of, I, know, story. I know we've, we've, we've spun off of, uh, spun off the, what the, were we talking about? I don't know. We were, we were talking about letters from afar, <laughs> but you reminded me, I'm sorry. You remind me your pl your plumbing thing. You mentioned plumbing there. Right. Uh, I had kind of a plumbing story here. Okay. Are you ready? No, right, this so, has gotta be, it's gotta be funny or, or, or crazy. It's all. Well, so we get a letter, we get a letter from the water company and it says, if you don't respond to us by whatever the day it was, August 15th or something said, we're going to shut off your water. I said what? We're and you just, and you just got a job. Yeah. yeah why, why don't you pay them the 18 bucks? Oh yeah, gosh. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like we've been stiffing them or anything. <laughs> so my wife, she volunteers to, to take up this matter. She's really has more patience than I do. And she's, she can deal with these people a lot better mm -hmm. than I can. Yeah. So she called them and, da, 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 and she goes back. She says, she says, no, they're not going to really shut off their water, our water. They want to, they want to either read the meter or change out the meter. I'm not sure which I said, okay. So we have, so, a, so, we have still, so that's still pending. Well, it, well, it, 
here's what happened. Oh, so, okay. so they ske- scheduled a, a visit for uh, last Monday. The water meter is actually, it's behind a couple panels that I have to remove. And I, I have just a couple screws in them. So it's zip, zip, zip. When I remodeled, remodeled the bathroom, I kind of closed that part in. But it's mm-hmm. easy, to, easy to open up. So I did. And I, so I said to my wife, I just, I said, I hope they send a skinny guy because, you know, this, the opening is 15 and a half inches wide. Now, I can fit through there. You could fit through there, but uh-huh. so guess what? So, so I hear the doorbell I can, rings. I can imagine what's going to happen. And I'm wondering, what's this guy going to look like? It's like, he's like a junior sumo wrestler. I said, buddy, he says, I'm here to, he says, I said, what are you going to do? You're going to read the meter. He says, no, I got to change out the meter. He said, they want us, they don't want any meters older than five years old. I said, well, just follow me, man. You're, (laughs) you're going to have some fun here. He goes, he sees, he says, Whoa, I don't know if I can get in there. So we try to wedge him, (laughs) wedge him in there. I didn't know whether, you know, whether to get the lard out or what to help him out. But he said, I mean, he, he was just a real, real sweet guy. And he said, there's no way I'm going to get in there. Okay. I'm sorry. He said, we're going to, we're going to have to send a skinny guy back. And, uh, he said, I better take some pictures of this. He said, you know, guys come back, say they give all kinds of reasons why they can't do, can't get the job done. He wants to be on a, on a safe side. He said, yeah, he said, he said, you know, you, you realize the grief I'm going to get when I go back to the shop. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't fit in there. He said, Oh man, oh, you but anyway, so never got changed. Well, so we, we no, they're going to reschedule at some point. So at some point we'll get a new water meter. I think I even volunteered to the guy I said, look, I'll go in there and change it out. Just give me the meter. He said, Oh no, no, no. We can't do that. Liability. liability. Okay. So uh, then you should have said, listen, how about if I go in and take it off and I hand it to you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, he, he Anyhow, was, you know what would happen. He was, he would he was, never he was, stop leaking. And he was really a terrific guy. Yeah. He had a great sense of humor, and we, you know, we 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 yucked it up, and uh, that that falls into it's always something. It's always, always something. something. Yeah. Always something. So, so do you well, do you want to hear about the? <laughs> let's go back to the letters from afar here. Yeah, throw another All one. All right. Out. Well, we got the you know we got the we talked about billionaires in space. Remember yeah. that. So one person wrote in and said, I, he thought I was too tough on Elon Musk saying it is quote, saying, quote, it is clear. You really don't like him at all. Unquote, uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I, I mean, I can't say that I dislike the guy. I mean, did I, did I say, yeah, I yeah you, you, that's, was that a, you realize you're saying that I, <laughs> I can't say you I can't remember, I don't know. but, but no, but I can say, you, you can say a bunch of other things that almost equates to that same conclusion. So, I mean, I, so I did, anyhow, so that's the impression our, our listener yeah, got at so, least, at least so one. how do you I propose mean, to answer that? Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I did think he was the brainiest. I think I said that, but I mean, I mean, he's got an alien brain. We, we, we made that clear. You know, we proved that, that he's an alien. Well, he wants, like I said, he wants to get back he wants to go home. I mean, I'll tell you this, you know, if there was a dance contest and he was the only other entrant, I'd sign up. Okay. <laughs> you I'd whoop him. You could not dance him. I would not dance him. <laughs> it is so bad. If you don't believe me, go back and look at the liner notes well, on that episode. Elon, if you're still listening, if you're still listening, forgive us and offer, a, offer us a little, you know, maybe a junket to the space station or something like that. I mean, you know, Two old 
Bucks in space. Bucks in space. <laughs> I'm just, that's funny just thinking about that. Oh. <laughs> so anyhow, if Elon's, maybe, who knows, maybe he'll, he'll email you at uh, bucks2old uh, at gmail.com and, uh, and we'll develop some kind of a friendship and, uh, and he'll invite us to a launch or something. Okay. But I'm Fair not going to, I'm not going to hold my breath. Not gonna... All right. Well, listen, I, I have, I have talked enough. Mm. I'm, I'm drying out here. In fact. So let me, let me ask you a question here. You, mm. you said you had another candidate for your, your bug of the month program. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I like to think of certain subjects uh, being buckworthy. And what I mean by that is that, what do you mean a, by that? Yeah. Well, buckworthy is a topic that uh, merits our, our uh, conversation and bringing it to our two or three listeners. Uh, I mean, we were, okay. we were, we were on top of a lot of stuff before it became, you know, a, yep. a news on CBS or something CBS, like that. I hate those people. So this, something caught me the other day. I was reading about some species that were uh, sort of being extinct. They were becoming extinct by uh, lack of fame. If you know what I mean, like, I you don't. know, well, you know, the tiger, you know, the, oh, okay. okay. You know, these guys there. Uh, the, uh, the pandas or whatever you know all these they guys. get a lot of pr and yeah they get all the pr so and all the attention uh, all, all the, the attention so the money goes yeah yeah okay so the, this this little creature is uh he's suffering from some pesticide problems uh he's got a bad rap he's got a funny name and it turns out i wasn't even aware that there was such a thing and there's a very very small colony of them left uh this is based on an article in the uh, National Geographic, I may issue 2021 National Geographic, but the guy is called, he's called the giant carrion beetle or the American burying beetle. Giant carrion beetle. Wow. Yeah, I like yeah, that. He's, I'd say he's about a centimeter, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a, just a hair longer than that. Uh, for hey, we're in America now. Let's, let's talk in oh. inches. So it's a centimeter. Uh, it's like less than over half, half an inch or something. Half an inch, around a half an inch. Yeah, over about half an a half an inch. All right. And and what he does is he is like uh, nature's uh, uh, he's nature's cleanup guy, and he is uh, sort of like <laughs> kind of like you at the condo. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. he, he eats, but he's eating all kind of all kind of carrion. Which any any creature, I guess, it could be from insects to. Uh, to larger creatures or whatever he finds along the way, but they just move around in these little, I guess, herds. Uh, I don't know what else to describe, a bunch of beetles, a flock or whatever, but the uh, flock of beetles. It, well, I mean, I never thought about that. Well, yeah, what, 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 what do you call them? What do you call them? What do you call them? Send, send us a note, folks. What do you call, what do you call a beetle herd? I don't know. So he's a carrion, he's a carrion beetle. And uh, I said, carrion beetle. I, I never heard of that before. And then I'm thinking, you know, it would, He's being wiped out by pesticides and uh, environmental issues, uh, you know, loss of uh, territory. But he's getting a, he's getting no support. So here's a here's a creature that's uh, kind of essential to keeping the tiny little things clean and scooped up and taken care of. And since he's not fancy and big and you know doesn't have a, a funding site or a, uh, a, the poor little slowly, guy is uh, slowly yes. withering away. He's slowly uh, down to uh, just a few little colonies around the country. Used to be in 35 states, but now very few of them. So, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't, didn't know that. So, the carrion beetle is our next little bug story that caught my attention. And 
Uh, we were probably the first ones to mention uh, that. Should we, should we set up a carrion beetle defense fund or something like that? Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's somebody out there uh, that's, uh, I mean, there's, there's pests that they are trying to get rid of, but this little guy needs to be, uh, he needs to be saved so he can, like I said, he's wandering around cleaning all kind of, I imagine little lizards, just imagine all the little, little dead carcasses that are um, that uh, these guys, these guys take care of. So hmm. anyhow, that's my bug story. That's your bug story. Okay. Well, listen, maybe, you know, if we, uh, maybe our listeners can, you know, send us some PayPal money to bucks to hold a Gmail. Well, I, I, I promise we'll, we'll take care of carrying beetles with him. American burying beetle. I thought that was American burying beetle. Yeah. yeah so. By the way, do not send money. Okay, folks, don't send money to PayPal. They'll just go oh. out and waste it on cigars. Yeah, we do not. We do not solicit funds. Now that Dave's got a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, I told you, you squandered your youth on fast cars. I tell you, that's what you did. Well, so. listen, since you're you're on like a like an intellectual role here. Oh. I know you were you were you sent me, you sent me an email the other day on this book you read called Killer Angles. No, no, no. I mean, it's I angels, 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 killer, killer oh. angels. So this was this was your spelling. Yeah, but you know, you know what I mean problem. when I, when I write letters, uh, when I change a, a letter and a word that, yeah, I th- I like angels and like angles, we've already, we know homicidal yeah. triangles or something. I didn't know but, what was going on. This is actually a fascinating story by Michael Michael Shaw, I think S H A A L A Sala Shala. Anyhow, a guy handed it to me. He said you might like this, and uh, it's a small book. I made three hundred and some pages. And it's a story of the Battle of Gettysburg. But I said, ah. Ah. I said, I know, you know, I'm pretty familiar with that and all that. And but the perspective that he wrote on uh, for some from some characters that that don't, you know, that weren't really prominent in the sort of the history books. I mean, Lee is mentioned in uh, various uh, uh, colonels and you know on both sides. And I thought maybe it was. Uh, it would kind of be a biased perspective if, if, but it, it just turns out that the, the whole nature of that, uh, that conflict where they had friends on both sides of the battle, uh, from, they would, they would go back and forth between one side activities and the other side's activities, the union and the, and the Southern forces and oh, okay. Looked at both perspectives. Yeah. And it, okay. yeah, looking at, and they were talking like they were there, like somebody was there listening to this conversation. You know how they take a history, historical Van Ed dialogue to it, mm-hmm. but they do it uh, by painting a picture of the reality of this situation. And it came down to, it's such a, was such a sad story of the carnage. Uh, Cause they described, um, uh, you know, what happens to a, a line of troops hit, oh, getting yeah. hit by a 16 pound cannonball or something like that. Yeah. And I just, my heart just broke for that. And it's full of ifs. That's a, that battle. If they would have did this, if something would have did that, if there was just one little thing different, it could have all changed. And the biggest thing was that the uh, union forces, which I didn't realize, uh, the, the Southern forces had really controlled Gettysburg and everything else. The Union forces happened to be sort of pinned up on top of a, a couple of mountains or a couple of hills with, with very advantageous, uh, you know, firing positions. And if they had just left, 
you know, if, if the, the Southern forces would just sort of march South, they probably would have saved a lot of grief, but it just seems like there they are. This oh, is our enemy. Okay. We can, yeah. we can end this now if we just go up there and do this. And, and I said, hmm, hmm, hmm. and the advice was, we really can't, it's a very, it's a very defensible position. It, we, it doesn't look like we can beat them if we just charge up in an open field. And then of course they described that. And it wasn't the final battle of the war. That was just one where they lost so many people. And that kind of was a turning, a turning point. I mean, it was a turning point and they, a, they yeah. made their way back South again uh, under some trying conditions. But the, the, if you can imagine the carnage of those things and the, uh, of the you know caliber of weapons that were fired and the cannons and everything and uh i just i just was um, really captivated by this book i read it like nonstop for two days until you know until your eyes hurt mm -hmm. um, i don't recommend it for everybody but it was one of those books everybody should have a book like that that they love so much or they thought was so interesting so that just happened to be one that i stumbled okay. upon so so um, how many you, stars out of five Oh, that was definitely a five-star read. Five-star Killer Angels by yeah. Michael. It was not Sharon. what I expected as a as a battle a Gettysburg battle story. It was a it was a sad story of uh, real people, you know. Hey, I've talked enough. Let's say goodbye. Let's give the folks a rest. Uh, this is Old Buck Dale saying goodbye. And this is Old Buck Dave saying goodbye. See y'all next time, folks. Come on back. <laughs>